geocacher approached me in tears after the geocaching international film festival I went to. She hasn't been geocaching in eight months due to her husband passing away, and this event was her first in 2023. Something had made her come. After we spoke and others approached her to say, long time no see, they then made plans to pick her up on the Sunday to take her on a geocaching day. This moment alone made me thankful that I had created the film. This was shared by one of my guests we'll hear from on the show in a few minutes. So thanks for tuning in. Find out more about what led to this by sitting back and joining me for this special gift-tastic episode of TGIF Geocaching Radio, a monthly pod with a satisfying dose of geocaching news and adventure, contests and hot topics, and highlighting the many experiences that may await you. I'm Jeff, a.k.a. The Bruce, so stay tuned and let's hang out. here with uh, a great group of people fun and entertaining we have gift creators the film creators we have rich schliefer is it schliefer or schleifer schleifer, schleifer. there we go from coma kino coma kino and the kid if you know him from youtube uh we've got dave westhouse or london westy of cash canada Woo-hoo! and he's also here with craig my shell see my shell good eye mate so this gift year has just wrapped up and uh, there were, I think it was 18 films in the whole reel and you guys had some entertaining films. And I thought it would be awesome just to be able to chat with you and find out your thoughts, your creative process, and uh, maybe if you had any uh, inspiring words to share with people and, and we'll just do a nice casual round table chat like a bunch of guys just sitting around having a beer. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good, Mike. Sounds good. That's pretty cool. All right. Beer. I forgot my beer. Give me a minute. I'll be back in a second. <laughs> All right. So I guess first off, uh, we can go around in the circle in the way that I'm seeing it. So first question, who are you and what did you make? Craig, see my show. G'day, Jeff, and welcome to everyone else who's uh, listening to this podcast. Thank you very much for having me on, mate. I'm used to my own podcast. This is a problem. <laughs> um, I had I, I created Echoes uh, was my gift film. Very different, very, very different to other gift films. Um, I have my own YouTube channel and TikTok and social media, all that sort of stuff as well. The Aussie Geocacher, see my show. Um, and I've been now, I think this is my fourth, uh, my fourth finalist entrance um, for the for the GIF event, mate. So yeah, thanks for having us yeah. on. Thanks for being here. Next up, we've got Rich Comakino. Hey, everyone. My name's Rich Comakino. Uh, you can find me on YouTube, uh, youtube.com forward slash Comakino, K-O-M-I-K-I-N-O. Um, yeah, this is our third entry here so far in the uh, GIF competition and had a great time working on this one here with a couple with a new person actually so it was great working with somebody new on this gift presentation and i hope you all enjoyed it if you saw it thanks for coming and next up we've got dave from cash canada half of cash canada yes half of cash canada my wife karen is the other half and uh, we uh, put together the video or the film uh geocaching might be for you and it was based on uh, basically a U.S. commercial style for a drug. But it instead of having all the bad effects of a, a drug, it was all the good things that geocaching could do for you. 
you see these commercials widespread through the U.S. That's right. Not that you're trying to promote geocaching as a drug, uh, but, you know, we all know it's kind of like a drug. Yeah, once you, once you get in, you're hooked. <laughs> Addicted. <laughs> you can find us on uh, YouTube.com slash Cash Canada. Yeah, and all of your videos, all of your films were uh, were well done and entertained, or entertaining, and I enjoyed it. And I think it sounded like everybody, at least at my event, also enjoyed each of them. Had uh, some good words to say for all of them. And uh, so, great job, and it's great to have you here. Um, so, first off, uh, our, our big question that I guess everybody is asked when they're, after they've created something, what inspired you to make a film, and what inspired you to make this film? particular film right uh well myself um believe it or not and i again i don't mean to go too dark too deep but it is what it is and it's real life um i that's it's exactly how i started uh geocaching um back in nine years ago i was going through bad ptsd uh, with work i am a police officer um yeah i went through bad ptsd i end up losing my wife and children etc and geocaching got me outside it got me playing you know in fresh air sunshine again i met new people met new friendships um and and so that was that's what actually inspired me to create this film but why i created it now and not before was was uh beginning of last year i had a second bout of ptsd and again it was this one's pretty bad and again i went to recluse you know inside i stopped my videos on youtube i stopped uh you know doing all that sort of thing and believe it or not, at the time I was back in Australia and I'd actually cashed out my whole town. It was only a very small town, country town, and I didn't have any transport, mode of transport, didn't have a car, etc. But Munzee, the game of Munzee was very, very widespread in that little town, like extremely widespread. And so I picked up that outdoor game, you know, again. And so I started playing Munzee, which got me out walking every single day. And when I say walking, Jeff, I'm talking you know, nine, 10 miles a day walking to collect Munzee, like virtual Munzee is like points. That's all it is. Like, it's not like geocaching. How many steps is that? Um, Yeah, up to 20,000 steps a day normally sort of thing. So it was it was just very, very good in that that regard. Most people try to just hit 10,000 a day. That's 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 a big milestone. That deserves a little bit of an applause. <laughs> Thank you, mate. <laughs> well, I've been going to the ther therapy since that point in time. And my therapist basically said to me, what do you do? What do you like to do? What did you do beforehand? And I said, oh, I was into videos and I was into geocaching. And so I was talking to him about my previous GIF entries. And he said to me, is there one coming up this year? And I said, there is. He goes, you're going to put in for it. I go, no. He said, why not? And so he's very pushy in terms of that I should get back into what I love doing and, and create something again. And I thought to myself, well, the only thing I know now is what I'm going through now. And so I said to him, what do you think about this? He said, I think that's a great idea. And to be honest with you, Jeff, as well, the, the amount of people that have reached out since watching it, you know, um, and it's, again, it's one of those things that's not talked about. You know, mental health is not talked about in, in, in anyone's world, but it exists. It is there in a lot of people's minds. And, um, and since doing that, I've had a lot of people message me saying, you know, how's everything going? Is everything okay? It's been quite therapeutic. And even the process of filming again, was very therapeutic, even though normally I'm, I'm, a, I'm a one or two take one sometimes. But this one here, this film, Jeff, I'm telling you now, it was four, five, six takes in for one <laughs> shot. You know, some one one shot took me an almost all day. Like that shower scene, <laughs> shower scene sounds bad, but that shower scene was almost all day shot. You know what I mean? So, 
but yeah, pushing through that again and getting back into something that I enjoyed doing, and I'm so glad I did, and 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 it has sort of you know hopefully it inspires others as well. If they're going through it, they're not alone. Get out there, do something about it, and and uh, find out other geocaches and other friends out there. Yeah. So. So yeah, that's what that's what inspired me. I know it's a bit dark to start off with, mate, and I'm sure the other the other guys are, are much, much more lighthearted. But uh, but yeah, that's what that's what mine is all. Yeah, about. and like you said, it's 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 a very serious. It's probably the most serious film um, that's been on in the gift reel for years. I think like there's there's no humor in it really at all. Yeah, I haven't seen yeah. anything like that over the past couple of years. Yeah. This is like whoa, this is a complete different feeling. Should we be laughing or something? It was just... It was a really, really good message. Then it's like, I remember you talking about it before and you were posting some pictures and stuff on Facebook yeah. and it's just like, holy crap, I didn't mm. know it was that bad for the guy. Yeah, yeah. So it, it opened up my eyes towards somebody who I've never met before. <laughs> mm. but I want to go cash with them. Yes. And see what <laughs> they've gone through and what led them out yeah. to go geocaching. So it was different but also eye-opening mm, thank you mate thank you one one thing i'll say as well is that you, you see it all the time and i get i get told that all the time yeah i'm a talkative guy i love a chat i love uh, i love socializing to a certain degree and stuff as well but there's times where i don't want to do it and this is the problem but what people see on camera they see a happy-go-lucky guy sometimes that's yeah. not really the case deep down and that's just not me i'm talking that you know worldwide you'll have friends out there that you, you think to themselves you know why are they so like all of a sudden something will happen to them for instance and you go why did that happen to them well i didn't know that affected them that much you know it's the same as like ser serial killers next door next door neighbor the serial killer oh he was always a nice guy people people show their their personalities different on cameras or in front of people compared to what they're going through at home so just be just be aware that people and just be kind and be nice to everyone yeah, and the yeah. world's going to be better and, and that's the thing right like we you you, like you said, it's a serious film and it's different, but it's not just a serious film and GIF. It's it's serious for you because if anybody watches you on YouTube or listens to you, you are like you said, you're a happy, cheerful guy, and it's like you're you're entertaining, you're funny, you're great to watch, and everything. And then there's this film, and it's real, and it's gritty, and it's you, and it's it's so different. And mm. it was great to see that that little bit of variety in the films. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Uh, so, Rich, what inspired you to make your film or this film? Comedy. No, <laughs> change the change the mood there. I'm like, oh god, how do I follow up on that? Uh, <laughs> no, um, what inspired me to do this here basically was, I think I have kind of a a little theme going with the the first movie I did and the second one. I wanted to do a horror. Now you can't see it. I'm doing air quotes with my fingers, but a horror movie in which certain geocaching element like what ha what would happen if this went wrong or like the uh first one we did like when we got lost in the woods and we were trying to find the cache and didn't know where we were and it we got split up and then there was somebody else out there who you know how many times of you know things like weird things like that have happened when you're out caching have kind of thrown off mm -hmm. the fun vibe of geocaching where you know, something kind of strange happens, but thankfully nothing bad happened. Um, so I wanted to kind of go with that type of a feeling again, as far as what would be a new um, scary element to geocaching. And my gift movie this year is 528, you know, 528, which is the distance 
that you're supposed to have between geocaches. It's, it's an ominous name, just 528. Yeah, 528. Dun, dun, dun. So, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like, what do I call this? Do I call it what it, what it changes into? Or do I call it distance? Do I call it this? And then it's just 528. The cachers will know what it is. Um, and then, but it's kind of also based off of geocaching back in the early days where there used to be no distance mm. between caches. That's way back. There's a couple of caches down in Kirkland. There's actually one of them left. And back in my early days of geocaching, I went out to this place and, you know, you, you zoom in on a map on your phone and you see that there's the icon for it. Okay, cool. There's this cache here. So I went there, got to it, and then I started zooming into it the uh, location for the cache and it's like wait there's a cache right here about 60 feet from me and there's another cache about 100 feet just northeast of it you know i didn't really wasn't really aware of the 528 rule at that time because i was still pretty new with it so huh okay that's cool i wonder how many other caches i might have missed out on because i didn't zoom in close enough on the map for it but um so I thought, like, well, wouldn't it be kind of interesting if that restriction was removed? How would geocaching change? You know, <laughs> you walk outside, you trip over 10 of them going down to the bus stop, you know? <laughs> so I that I kind of went with those crazy ideas and thought, like, yeah, let's make it into like a, like a, like a horror movie. And, and it was originally supposed to be kind of something like um, Groundhog Day, where Carlos would keep waking up and knocking the thing over and then the newscaster and then like the newscaster would actually be talking to the guy, you know, talking to Carlos Yeah. to, you know, like, would you just knock it off? And he wakes up again, knocks the thing over and then the newscaster guy's like, that's not what I meant. So I had to remove some things and then the kid was added in later. <laughs> so she wasn't, it. she wasn't planned to be in it there. So yeah. I, th I think the uh, the creepiest part of that film is that, you know, the 528, the mysterious moving of the period, but also there's a cache that just appeared in her on her back, in her hood. Yeah. That, how did that happen? Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's what I, I was, because we were, we were out there. Okay. Um, we'll bring that portion up about the kid. I'll, I'll write that down here. So we'll, we can talk about that portion a little bit later. I don't want to take uh, time from, uh, from Dave there. So that was my inspiration. Keeping on with the, the tradition of a horror movie, making uh, having fun with the weird wacky situations that could happen, and what if? And like your your topic itself isn't like a horror horror, but it's like it's presented in a horror fashion, which is kind of your style, which is which is neat. Yeah, but well, yeah, it's like even like the the second one with with permission, there was like nothing really scary about it. It just I just kind of went with that based off of the first movie, which I filmed that one to be like a horror movie trailer, which like 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 a commercial where it's supposed to be like jump cutting and showing the situations that they're in and like how they're reacting, and then it turns into the movie at the end of it where it goes with the characters, gets to the end, they find the cast, and the guy shows up. So. I think I named that first one wrong uh, based mm -hmm. off of what I was wanting to do with it. But I figured since I had that horror element, like what if I, what if I keep going with this? What if I can 
make things that are horror, but not really scary, but, you know, like situations yeah. that could go bad. I think, to be honest with you, Jeff and Rich as well, your one is the horror movie for reviewers. <laughs> yeah. Reviewers saw that, I think, and just literally started shaking <laughs> in their boots, like thinking about it. So you're that this one here for you, Rich, is the horror movie for reviewers. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why you can throw the comment and like, it drove the reviewers crazy because now we're going to do with all these caches that people are now posting. So uh, that's why I kind of mentioned them in there. Yes. And also, read the yeah, lower yeah. thirds. I saw that going by on the film. I'm like, oh, no, oh, God, what's happening? Oh, I got to read that. <laughs> All right. Next up then, Dave, what inspired you to make your film? Okay. Um, what inspired me was uh, watching other vloggers put in films and, and realizing, yes, we could do this too, uh, but actually taking the time to do it. So we had been vlogging for like seven years now. Can't believe it's that long, but um, but making two videos every week. We did a one minute Wednesday and then a Saturday video, usually a like a travel vlog. And I didn't think as well. There's no how am I going to make a film when I'm trying to produce two videos every week? It's just not going to happen. But once when in 2021, I had I had an, a couple of ideas. Um, and I was going to do it, but when I watched the films in 2021, I thought, no, I surely what we're doing, just change it up a little bit or do something, whatever your idea. And I, we could get at least into the thing. That's all I wanted to do. Mm. And that was my goal. So I already, I already won. We, we became a finalist. And, um, uh, so in 21, I just looked at it and I thought, well, yeah, I could do that. And I, and I went with the idea that we used which was the, the kind of the drug commercial idea and most of what we did was already done it, it's all footage from past geocaching experiences so it didn't actually didn't take me that long it was just a matter of figuring out okay how long is this thing supposed to be um what can i put in and what can't i i had to do a last minute edit because i found out from hq no you can't do that and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> I better get that out because uh, I didn't want to make, I, I had a time crunch and I didn't want to make two versions so they could pick one that was okay and one that wasn't. Um, but they got back to me very, very quickly. Yeah. And in your case, it worked out because as compilations, it's not like you have to go out and refilm something. You just have to adjust the clips that you're Yeah. Having. All, uh, you know, all, the only thing that I had to do um, was basically a couple of shots, like there was me and a, a friend of ours as the doctor. Um, that didn't, that scene didn't kind of, I did it really quick and it didn't work out as well as I would have hoped. The sound was not that great. Um, but a lot of, just the the, narr the narration over, that's all I had to do. And then most of it, all of it was all clips from previous adventures and um, a couple of pulled clips off the internet, you know, like the satellite going over the earth, which I just love. I've done that a couple of times in a couple of videos. I just love it. Um, <laughs> if I could do a satellite just swinging back and forth doing it, that, hey, I'd do that for a, a two-minute film. <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, all of it was just film that we had in stock. It was ready to go. I just needed to pull from – I had to go through everything that we had shot and go, well, that's good. Oh, that's good. And then – bring it in and go, well, this would go, go good here. You know, this is all editing. Basically, this whole film was just all editing from stuff we already had. 
they have any difficulty trying to come up with a theme because you know compil like a whole bunch of video clips themselves isn't really a film right so you'd have to come up with something that gives it some connection right so that's how the the idea of having you know the the funny parts of it of you know the, the geocaching could do this to you that's the narrative that's going on and all i needed was video to go along with it so you know, I have a video shot. Well, I think it was when the, the thing about poison ivy, you know, it, it could cause you to have swelling the face, the hands, you know, like, it, you know, it happens, get over it. Is is me going one way and Karen going the other? You know, it's a shot of us kind of back and forth and trying to find the geocache. Um, mm -hmm. And then, you know, like uh, it could cause you to realize there's a world outside of your home. And that getting outside can, you know, in, to increase inhalation of fresh air. So it was some nice nature shots and walking down a trail or whatever. It was just a matter of taking that. I know, you know, I had to write the story as well. I had to kind of write the, all the little clips and think of something that was funny. So, mm -hmm. well, what I also liked about it is that there's kind of two acts. It's like the, the first half is yes. kind of serious about the the cool stuff, mm -hmm. but then you start to go into like the the the, the side effect mode and they come up with the start start bringing out the funny little comments and yeah. we all know the stereotypes and everything and then the second half is just all humor and laughter and everything. yeah somebody commented to me on on uh, facebook i posted um an image like the, the image of my our son in the canoe at the very end as i hope everybody enjoyed their their gif experience and we'll hope they like enjoyed our film um and they said um so it's a subscriber or a patron of ours and they were a little surprised, like almost disappointed, because the beginning of it was very serious. There wasn't the funny, happy-go-lucky Dave and Karen, you know, joking off of each other. That wasn't that in that that one-third of the film. It wasn't until the, the side effects came along where, oh, this is all the funny stuff. You know, and that that's what I intended. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, this is serious and you know, this is this is what they this is geocaching is, blah 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 blah. And then the funny stuff. That's what I liked about it, because it kind of started off like, okay, he just you know, talking like what people usually say about geocaching. Okay. Yeah. And then all of a sudden when his voice started mm. changing, getting and, and he started saying the lines from the commercial, it was like Oh my God! I know what he's talking about. Oh, this is—I I want to see how what he says yep. relates to the commercial and vice versa, and see and see how he yep. relates to you. And, and that part where you said, yeah. that's, that's what's <laughs> going to happen. Get over it. It's just like, yeah." Yeah, it's like you know, I go, I go traipsing through poison ivy all the time. I go, yeah, so what? I'm getting poison ivy. I don't anymore, but thank goodness, it happens. Get over it. Yeah, whatever. Even the comment about the increase of fresh air, right? It's, it's like uh, where you talk to technology geeks and nerds who have who get a smartphone and start playing this game outside. It's like it'll cause an increase of fresh air and you'll feel better. Is that a side effect <laughs> for people who live inside on a computer all the time? Yeah. yeah. See, Jeff, that's, yeah. that's a really good tip. It's a good that's tip. a really good tip though, for other people out there thinking about doing their own, creating their own films for future reference as well. Uh, and, and that is what Dave did. That is 
you change you can't just change the visual but everything is half half so half visual half audio so dave's voice itself in the beginning you can hear it's got some serious note to it but then instantly he wants to be funny you can hear mm. the inflection change in his voice and so as i said before it's not just about yeah. the visual aspect of the filmmaking it's also the audio and dave did a great job of that because he showed the difference between a normal serious voice into this inflection and all of a sudden now it's funny now you can laugh you know so it was good well done dave i like that about that i liked it yeah a friend of ours um he's he's a reviewer for ontario and he had commented when he was judging the films that the timing um he watched it of course without an audience so he said he thought the timing was just a little off like there was too too much pause and i took a lot of time really narrowing okay how long does that need to be and then he said he realized once it was in with an audience he could see oh yeah. that timing that timing was perfect dead on just enough time for you said what you said the laughter and then move on you've got to give don't start talking right away because people are going to laugh. Yeah, you see go, that oh, what do you sitcoms say? and stuff all the time you know? as well. Like when when they're when you're dealing with a live audience and you're trying to deliver a line, if the person before you delivered a line that's supposed to make everybody laugh, you see them they have to wait sometimes ex unnaturally long until they can deliver their line because everybody's laughing. Mm -hmm. They got to wait for it to finish. <laughs> so yeah, when you're like uh, creating a film that you know has laughter yeah. in it you somehow have to build in that in those pauses to let people laugh and not miss things mm -hmm. yeah and there are other there are other shows out there whereby they literally take out the laughter from the sitcoms and it looks silly it looks stupid because everyone's going <laughs> yeah and they're not making a sound but they're all smiling at each other not making a sound but it's not normal <laughs> yeah. but yeah when they take the laugh out you're right dave when they take the laugh out then it sounds weird and so again that's another good point and that is the difference between watching gift films by yourself and watching them in a theater or in a show with a group of people is you get two different experiences, two totally different. I, me personally, yeah. I enjoy the the theater with people mm -hmm. and listening to their reactions as yeah, well. You, so, the actors yeah, can tend to play like off yeah. of the reactions from the audience as well. So if something's doing really well, that it lifts their energy and they can really deliver a line, yeah. and then it, it does even better than if they were just you know reciting their line, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly right. Yeah. So one of the things that we do in uh, my household is we like to talk about our highs and lows of the day. So in that sense, what was your favorite part of making your film? Something like planning or filming or acting, if you were acting in it at any particular moments. And on the flip side, what are maybe some of the hurdles or something that was like a, a difficult thing that you had to overcome to get to the, uh, the final product? Craig? Oh, wow. Gee, you always start with me and I, I'm, I don't even have any show notes. Um, <laughs> mate, I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. I think for me personally, my highlight for me was using my, what my, my new gear. So I've got a, a Sony FX30, which is a cinema line camera. Um, I've got some new gear with that. Um, and so seeing the, the quality that come out of this camera and learning how to use the quality, how to use the camera to get the best quality out of it. For me, that was probably my highlight as a filmmaker side of things, you know, seeing what's in my head and seeing it come out to fruition in different shots. Um, I really enjoyed that. But obviously the, the downside for me was the entire time, apart from when I had the two, two little extras there at the end, um, I'm, I'm solo film. I did everything solo. So everything for me was on, on sticks, on tripod. Um, I had to try and organize it so 
where, which is the best angle, which is which way can I do it, but have the most angle. So if I do want movement in that shot, that I can do it in post, either like a push in or a, a slide or whatever else, or a pullback, I can do it in post. But yeah, so trying to get, for me, it's solo filmmaking is very, very hard, especially when, again, you know, um, focus points, you know, uh, I can't stand in front of the camera and behind at the same time. So where is that focus point going to be? And so I, there was several times there where, you know, as I said before, it took me a whole day mm -hmm. to film just that shower scene because the, the the steam was there, the focus was off in a couple of shots. and then I, So, yeah, I'm the after that day, I'm the cleanest <laughs> guy around. I'm just saying now, I had like an hour long, two hour long shower uh, for that. For that. Did you wrinkly skin? For that, yeah, 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 wrinkly skin. And I couldn't touch the camera because I had all wet hands. And yeah, so, but, but yeah, for me, that was the, that was the, the, the low part was, was, yeah, the solo filmmaking side of things, which, you know, I'm going through some stuff at the moment, like, you know, mental health stuff as well. And so trying to push past that barrier and not have anyone there to sort of assist, it was a struggle, but you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm better for it now. So again, as my, my therapist said, it's, it's very therapeutic. You know, the actual filmmaking side of it for me was the, the, the therapy side of things more than, more than what's come out now. Yeah. Than, you almost you know, have to like thing, just so. kind of keep your eyes on the final product, right? Like you're, you're doing this alone and it might be tough, but if you keep mm. your eyes ahead on, the target what you're trying to do in the end and you're aiming for that then it gives you some kind of focus right it's like yeah it's, it's tough being alone but you know that yeah. that sort of attitude exactly. Uh, exactly how about you rich what's your highs and lows i think the uh the high one of the high points of this was um working with somebody that uh with carlos because he I, you know he hasn't been in any of my movies he's been in a couple of my videos, I know the guy is just off the rails goofy. So I, I knew I had to get him in the movie. So it was um, really good trying, you know, getting him into a role to see if he can play the character and, uh, you know, make that part, I guess, like realistic or can you relate to something like that? Can, can you put yourself in his shoes type of a thing? Um, and also uh, was the, uh, favorite things was like trying to film in a place that's not my room or house <laughs> and also mostly not filmed at the same park that I always film at. So I wanted to change up the locations or get something different. So it's not just, oh, he's at that park again or whatever. So I think it was cool uh, getting you know, that, that crew together there, uh, working with Carlos, working with Paul again. So Paul's back. Yes, that's right. He, Paul, Paul's back. And I was wanting to just have like, just scenes where, where when he's talking, where it's just like him from the back. No one's going to, unless they watch your videos on YouTube, nobody's going to get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only the people watching my videos. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny because Paul, when he goes to, geocaching events or, or when people see him that they seen him in the videos are always like Paul's back so he now has <laughs> that going on with him now so that was <laughs> I'm glad I was able to uh, make that happen there um, but um, bad thing that happened was when I was scripting this out it was near the uh, end of the school uh, court for my kids so she's graduating from high school so i know she's busy with school she wants to go to work she's like looking for college she's got her friends and all this stuff going on 
So if you look at the script, which I'm holding up here, folks, in the radio land, if you can't see, <laughs> she's not in the script. Mm. I didn't script her in at all. And as I was saying earlier, I had it planned out to where when um, the, the script goes through, the, he goes to sleep, uh, does his thing, the newscaster comes on, and then it ends with that. When we were filming at the uh, work location, my work location, which was also fun because I you know, managed to get that. Um, I, when I was filming some stuff with Carlos, I was like, I, I filmed different shots of him waking up. And as we were talking, I was thinking, oh, I should make this like uh, Groundhog's Day. So it, it'll keep repeating that scene and over and over. But then when I came home and I was editing up the part, the first part of it, uh, the office to where he falls asleep, what knocks the water over, shorts the computer out. Then I started thinking, that's not really funny. People will like, oh, Groundhog's Day. And then that will kill the comedy right there. Like, well, we know what you're doing. So I was forgetting about that. Like, okay, I don't want to do that. And I need to film the newscaster scene. So I asked the kid, hey, I'm going to need, uh, are you free this weekend? I need you to be the camera person. To, um, to hold the gimbal as I walk down through the the, uh, the, the forest trail there to film this uh, newscaster scene for the GIF movie. And she's like, GIF movies? Yeah, uh, I, I filmed the GIF with uh, Paul and Carlos. And she's like, I'm not in it? I'm like, uh, no, I thought you were too busy. I, di I didn't want to bug you with it. Well, I, I wanted to be in it. Oh crap. Okay. Um, I'll tell you what, let's, are you free this week? And she's like, yes, I, I'm free this week and we can do this thing. And I'm like, okay, let me think of something that I can, that I can uh, put you in. And when I was first originally planning the movie, when I was having the newscaster talking, I was thinking like, oh, I'd have a, maybe an event. And then I was thinking like lining up everybody that it came out to the event, like five feet from each other. <laughs> And, you know, gimbal past, you know, like, you know, person one finds a cash, person two finds a cash, you know, go through like all these people along the trail. But, you know, I didn't film any of that stuff. And I thought, wait, what if it was just like some kid running around or a <laughs> geocacher out in the woods? And they're, you know, and here's somebody we saw earlier today at the park, you know, and and filmed her running up, finding a geocache and dropping it and then finding another one, finding We're another everywhere. one. And then it's like, okay, that's, that's, yeah. that's cool. That'll get some laughs, but yeah. But then it's like, what's going to really make this funny? What if the geocache was on her? And that's when she was like, wait a minute, pulls a geocache off of her back jacket. And it's like, there's even one on me. <laughs> so she really, she really added to that film. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah she, yeah, she. Uh, yeah. A lot of people uh, I quoted some stuff online in some uh, like Facebook posts and stuff, saying like, "I even <laughs> found one on me." So, yeah. I, I, so the bad part was unfortunately not writing her in or mm. asking for her assistance ahead of time, which then led into this portion, which I think helped seal the deal and make the movie a lot better. So. Sorry, kid. <laughs> I think that the um the, the result, like you made the right decisions on both of those, because I think uh, even using the Groundhog Day, I mean, if the film is about five minutes, how many times, how many loops are you going to get through? 
and with each loop something being different like it it would get really repetitive mm -hmm. to crunch into a five minute period i think so i think i think doing that one was a good switch four yeah. minutes four, four minutes, minutes four, four minutes, minutes. <laughs> yeah four, four minutes, minutes and and four it was minutes. like about a minute <laughs> and a half ish plus up to the part where he knocks the water over and i haven't even filmed the newscaster scene and i'm like that's going to be about maybe a minute so two and a half going on to three and then having to repeat this stuff enough times mm -hmm. to make it funny you know i and then having to like then all of a sudden film the newscaster you know me saying different things and the one part where like the newscaster eventually saying like oh just knock it off carlos and then having carlos wake up and hit it it's like okay that would be funny but it would be probably just too boring or repetitive for over people would think oh it's groundhog's day i know what you're doing get to the comedy bit get it done with so well it's, it's kind of like what they say with yeah. vloggers as well it's like you you take you take a whole lot of footage and it's like to in your own mind this the whole thing the whole all of it is awesome i want to put it all in there but in reality if you did that you'd be losing half the people mm -hmm. at least halfway through or earlier because they just want to see the mm -hmm. beats they want to see the good stuff it's like every time you're editing, you got to cut out half of your footage yeah. and then cut out half more and then cut out half more. And then that's where you keep all the energy mm. in in there. Yeah. So, yeah, I think four minutes is I mean, that's about the average length. I think most of our geocaching videos are around four to five minutes. But when you're telling a story, there's it seems like there's so much more you've got to pack in there. Mm. Mm hmm. Then making sure the jokes land and whatever else, so it's just like, yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> Alrighty, Dave, how about you? The highs and the lows. The high was being done so quickly. Um, I was done the basic meat of the project within a month. So before the end of 2021, it was done. And then we got the notice that um, there wasn't going to be a 2022. And I, that's not the low, <laughs> but it was like a cringe. It was like, what? I just finished. It's ready to go. And all I need to do is fine tune. I, I needed to do the narrative and get all that straightened out. But the basic meat and potatoes thing was already done. And I'm like, oh, man. So it sat in the computer for like a year and a half. And then I, you know, every now and then I'd go back to it. Are you still there? Are you okay? <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I'd tweak it a little bit. I'd add a little something or whatever. I'd work on it. And then it wasn't until, I think, May of this year, actually, you know, I started, okay, we got to get this thing done. So I really went at it. But the low of the, of the project was um, for a very long time, a lot of people don't know this. Our I told our patrons once and I showed them what the issue was, but I, I use uh, Pinnacle Studio uh, version 22 right now, and I was using a Canon M3 mirrorless uh, SLR, and I didn't realize it until I got our uh, GoPro that I think the Canon was causing this issue. So I would uh, put all the video together, you know, it'd be eight minutes long, and then I'd render it. So I'd walk away and it would be rendering and be all complete. And then I'd come back and I'd check to see how, how it worked. And then I would get these little blips, these little tiny little pieces where there was no video. Audio was there, but there was no video. But I could see it was a gray screen with a circle, but it would only be like a second or a split second. But enough, I could see it, 
And I go, well, what was that? You know, it was very disturbing through the entire film. And I'd have like, say in an eight-minute film, I might have uh, 10 to 15 of them. And I'm like, and that was really bothering me. I went through uh, tech support. They couldn't, they were no help at all. Um, but what I ended up doing was taking my film on from Pinnacle Studio, the finished rendering, and then I would import it into Adobe uh, Premiere, which I had a copy of. I had tried learning uh, Adobe Premiere, but I didn't. <laughs> I don't have enough time to sit down and actually learn the program because I'm too busy videoing and editing. So I, but I used Adobe Premiere to splice out the pieces that were blank. Mm. So I'd, I'd put it into import, and then I'd go and watch it, and I oh, there's the blip, and I'd expand, expand it out, and then I would have to splice just that little piece. And it was so minusculely small that just most times you can't notice. Every now and then, if you're really paying attention and you know it's there, you could hear it. You go, oh, what was that? It was a little blip. But most people didn't know. And that's been going on for probably two or three years. I've had to do this for every video. So it was a real pain. And then um, once I went to a GoPro, and I don't use that Canon anymore, that, that issue is completely gone. But with the a video or for the film, for the GIF, most of that footage was shot using that Canon. So I had little these little blips. Within even, you know, a four-minute film, I had to take out probably, you know, maybe eight or ten. Uh, so it was just a matter of, and then that was my low point in my head was like, what if I forget one? What if I, because sometimes I go through and I, oh, I got them all and then I'll load it up onto YouTube and then I'll, I'll check it again just before I publish. And I go, oh, shoot, <laughs> like there's another one. I, I missed one. And I'm like, oh, you know, I go back and go back to big uh, Adobe, bring it up, yeah. take the splice out, the real, redo it, boom, load it back up. That's, so that was a low, is to have to deal with that, that. That's a good point, Dave, you bring up as well. And and I'll say this, and this actually, I'm not taking over, Jeff, but I've got a question for everyone here, including you, Jeff, as well, because you are a vlogger, you are a filmmaker as well. But when it comes to the GIF videos, Rich, you're first. Um, are you, right now, are you actually happy with your GIF video? Am I happy with it? Like yeah, the way? Yeah. yeah. Are you happy um, with it? Yes, I like no, no, this. No, no. Yes, you know, happy, Rich. Happy with it. Yes. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't like how, how deep you yeah. wanted to get with it there, but yes, I'm I'm happy with the way it turned out. Oh. Editing, acting. Te technically, technically the, though, the, you the, couldn't, you the couldn't final add piece here and there. that came together. <laughs> yes. Maybe it's just me. Now, maybe it's there just is. Me. One little thing where, because mm. I mainly filmed with the 7D, mm. the Canon, the part where the guy's like, thanks a lot, Carlos, you'll see that there's a cut to a different area. I had to film that spot later because it didn't come out as good because it wasn't, I wasn't as close to where you couldn't catch the joke of the glasses. So... When I went out and refilmed that, I used a different camera. And because different camera, as you know, if you film like different camera, it does mm -hmm. has different like uh, white balance settings, color balance, yada, yada. So when I put that in and I was like looking at it, it's like, this is completely different than the split second right before it where he's reaching up to grab his glasses. So if anything, there's that little portion because there you go. of using a different camera. There you go. 
There you go. So, exactly, so th exactly what I'm saying, Rich. And that is none of us, none of us are totally happy. It's the same as a painter, right? Painting the inside walls of his house. He or she notices the little blips, like Dave said as well, notices the little blips. Those blips aren't seen. Being an artist, you know, there's lots of times where I'll yeah. draw and do yeah. stuff. Like even in the comic book, there's stuff where I, I drew it, inked it, colored it, mm -hmm. cut it off to joshua and he's like this is awesome this is great and then later i i'm looking at it like what the? and you're like good god what is this so because we as artists oh, yeah. are yes. our own worst yeah you critic. become a perfectionist so we can have something that we're somebody yeah. could look at it and be like this is the greatest thing ever but i'm like well what about that one thing what one thing that one thing what you, then you show it to them and they're like huh i didn't notice that yeah, and then you present that to someone, yeah. and now they know about it. <laughs> but th that's what I'm getting so, at. Yeah. And that is, it, it, again, it's, a, it's a us thing. So, again, that's what I'm getting at in regards to people out there who are thinking about doing a video. Your video is good enough. Okay. It is good enough. It may not be good enough for you. Like you may find little bits and pieces. Oh, I should have changed that better. I should do this better. I should, that color grading of this, the sound of that. To you, yes. But to everyone else, no. And my advice is if you do make a video of some sort, Give it to someone else. Share it with someone else as not an editor, but just as eyes that aren't yours. And you'll find that that yep. little blip, that little color grade, that little sound, whatever it might be, they didn't hear it. They don't see it. Don't pick it up. So don't be discouraged by by that sort of thing. You know, yep. Have a bit more confidence in yourself. But yeah, at, but at the end of the day, no, I can guarantee no one, no one making the films is a hundred percent happy with what they put in. I know right. I'm not. <laughs> it's almost like you have to, you have to set like a, a threshold, like an 80% threshold. If you're 80% happy, then go with it because you're never going to hit a hundred percent. There's always going to be something else you want to improve. And yeah. Be better. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mate. You can be working on it for a year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and still... Oh, what should change yeah. this? I should change that. Yeah. You can edit and edit and edit and edit. You have to edit. Yeah. If you don't, you'll be in trouble. Yeah. But you can edit mm -hmm. forever and it's never going to be. Although, Dave, Dave, here's, you know, here's, here's an idea, Dave. Blair Witch Geocache. Ooh, that doesn't require that much edit, let's be honest, <laughs> but it does. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Blair yeah. Witch style, yeah. like the, the, the handheld, no edit sort of style, like raw reality TV right. style. That would be cool. Yeah. Actually. There you go. There's an idea for someone out there. And I actually know the uh, <laughs> one of the creators of that one, Mike Monello. And um, yeah, he's he loves that mm -hmm. film. Like he, he had a, a blast helping make it. And mm. uh, yeah, it, it was a lot of work. I mean, and they did basically send them out into the forest and they just filmed their own stuff. There were certain, certain elements that had to be mm. in there for the story, but well, that's what we're doing anyway yeah. with our vlogging videos. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're always yeah. like, you know, we're yeah. talking into the camera there. So we are doing player, witch project stuff without mm. disappearing yeah. into weird houses. You, you just imagine the, the cutting room floor for Blair witch project, how much footage that they have that was not used. Oh. Cause they were out there, they were sleeping, all of that stuff, and they were filming everything. It's like, they they uh they planned to have yep. certain yep. events happen to like get them to react to sounds and things like like that. That's all part of their plan of creating that film, another mm. unique one. But uh, yeah, that's a, that's an oldie that uh, I don't know how many people might know that back in the 90s. <laughs> if you haven't seen Blair Witch Project, it's a cult hit, yeah. Blair Blair Witch Geocache, there you go, there's a good gift <laughs> idea. Blair Witch, oh Geocache. gosh, so oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's for Rich.
<laughs> yes, there you get Richie. Geocaching horror story. <laughs> yeah. Cash witch project or whatever. See, see, ideas. The Blair Cash project. See, Blair now Cash this project. is how yeah. gifts come up. This yes. is how like some of my stuff came, but just sitting around thinking of something mm-hmm. stupid, like, wouldn't it be funny if this happened yeah. or if that happened? And, yeah. and then you kind of go off with it and. Yeah. and- Bob's your uncle. Yeah, you got a new movie gift. made. Exactly right. <laughs> so I did have um, just kind of a curious little question. This one can be a really quick one, but um, when when people are creating films mm-hmm. that tell a story, uh, one of the things that you always hear with big directors and stuff, you have always have this storyboard. And I've never actually created a storyboard. I feel like it would be tedious to make a storyboard, but that's kind of from a vlogger perspective, where you're just doing things live and then you edit it afterwards. So when you were creating your GIF films, did you actually create a storyboard and then try to adhere to those clips? Or did you just kind of wing it and then put it all together like a vlogger afterwards? Um, that's a good, 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 very good question, Jeff. And I never used to either. Like I was like you, you know, it was always in my head and whatever else as well. And then I started um, two, two years ago when I did my, um, my one in the diner you know, the, the geocaching in, in the diner itself here in New Jersey. Um, and that one, it was, an F, it was one of the FTF races and whatever else as well. That one was really cool. The idea was there in my head again, but I had to share the idea because I had my actors around. And actually the main character in that is not even a geocacher, to be honest with you. So <laughs> there you go. He's actually a, just a friend of mine. Um, but yeah, I had to share the idea of what's in my head to these people. And so I literally had that, that forced me to start the storyboard. Now, if people don't know what storyboarding is, have a look at it online, but basically uh, all it is, is literally, as Jeff just said, a shot for shot for shot. And you don't have to be a drawer. You don't have to be like rich and you don't have to be an artist, but literally you should see mine. Rich, you would laugh at mine, mate. Mine are just literally, yeah, it's just stick figure. If it gets the point across, it's, it's all good, man. It's, but it's a stick figure. So I put a stick figure. Which way is that stick figure looking, for instance? And there is there any movement in the shot? Is there any movement from the, the camera or is there any movement from the actual actor or whatever else as well? So yeah, I storyboard now all of mine when it comes to the gifts themselves. My vlogging stuff, I don't storyboard that. But, uh, but the gifts themselves yes i do storyboard and it does help because it gets number one it gets a point across but number two is you're not going to forget anything either so if you've got an idea say for instance yeah nine o'clock at night oh that's a good shot i just thought of a shot i'm watching a movie for instance there's a good shot in a movie that i like that particular shot i'm going to put that in my gif i stop the movie do the storyboard of it and i put it there somewhere in the gif you know what i mean in in my film and so that's the idea so you don't have to forget the different shots that you actually like and let's be honest as well have a look at the types of movies or shows you like and get what have a reason why do i like that why is it that shot there like the matrix or whatever else it doesn't have to be that extravagant but why do i like that shot what's pleasing to me about that shot and people don't think about that it could be the color it could be the sound as simple as that i mean with mine you probably I'm not sure if you saw it or not but you saw mine was very dark in color very grays very moody to begin with and then after i I found that the geocaching itself, yeah. it sort of lightened that. up and the colors came back in, you know? So it was that, that was that feeling of the color. And that's, that was basically mm-hmm. purely on color. You know what I mean? Not on audio, not on sound. I didn't have to talk about it. I didn't have to say, you know, oh, I'm happy now because I found geocaching. No, it does it by color. So again, have a look at the shows or movies you like and storyboard that way. That's what I do. So that's my tip. What about you, Rich? Do you store rewards? Sorry, I took too long. Do you yes or no, Rich? Rich? Yes of or no? Of course he does. Yes. Okay, Craig, you're next. Or uh, Dave, you're next. <laughs> your, your, Rich, Rich's storyboards is going to be next level. Uh, yeah, I know I know. Rich did, but we didn't at all. Didn't need to. It was a, purely a script. 
Yeah, so I know people will uh, script theirs out in uh, with a movie formatting when they type it out. So they'll get that all going. I can't do that. I, I, I visualize it like I want to have this happen. How, how do I see that happening? And being an artist, comic artist, the panels and pictures um, kind of just like appear in my head. Like, okay, I'll show the outside of the building. I'll have the people talking with a voiceover. The camera will pull through the two of them as they're talking. They step closer as they can. And then they will sit down. And then, so I, I visualize it. And then I'll just start drawing out each individual thing. And I'm holding up the storyboard here. <laughs> so, so this way I can see what is that a good, interesting shot. Um, and also you want to make sure that things are set up good for like your uh, rule of thirds. Is everybody positioned? Your character's on this side of screen, then the other person's talking, then they're on this side of the screen. Make sure they're in there, the eye level. Um, so I get those all planned out, put those in. And of course, you don't want to do anything like uh, break the line. You've heard that term, mm -hmm. right? So, mm -hmm. so yeah, you don't want to be like, but right now I'm looking at Jeff and Craig in my uh, in the display here for uh, StreamYard. So I see Jeff is on the left side, Craig is on the right. So if they were facing each other and I have the camera over Craig's left shoulder filming Jeff, if I want to switch over now to film Craig as he's talking, I need to be over uh, Jeff's right shoulder. Because if you start going over different shoulders, then it gets confusing. and Consistency in shot angles good. and things like the that. The 180 degree so, rule. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so storyboards are great for that. And also when I... I can, I've sent this out to uh, Paul and Carlos beforehand, like, okay, here's the script where I actually sat down and then typed it out when I was done writing everything out and drawing it. And then I sent the storyboard. Here's what I want to have happen in each scene. So this is what you will be doing. So when we get out, got out to location to start filming, we kind of knew where, what we needed to do because they saw everything ahead of time. And also, it's great for making little check marks. You can just like go through. Yep, that scene's done. That scene's done. That scene's done. Um, so great assistance, great tool to use. So yeah, storyboard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and as Craig said, you don't have to be the best artist in the nope. world. I've seen storyboards <laughs> for like major movies <laughs> where it's yes. like I can draw better than that. Yeah, holy crap, hire me. Yeah. But but you know they don't care. They're just they nope. just get it and use that as like yeah this makes sense this makes sense and goes from there and, and dave you said that you don't you didn't create a storyboard you just used the script but in a way that is a kind of storyboard because mm -hmm. in, in your context yeah you weren't taking clips and filming yeah, scenes yeah. and things like that you already had them so do you really need a storyboard but a script was right right and i i wasn't working with i wasn't working with anybody either so i was working mm -hmm just by myself with stuff I already had. I already had the cut the storyboards basically was in my head. Mm. You know, it's just like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. Yeah. And I pieced it together on the computer as I went. It, but I wasn't creating a brand new kind of a film that I was gonna that I was gonna record, you nice. know, it, piece by piece with other people as yeah. well. Like if you were making a storyboard, you would have just been redrawing images from the clips you've already taken. <laughs> It's like a puzzle. You're just yeah. moving them around. Yeah, until you get yeah. So it's yeah. like I didn't, I, I didn't need it. All right. So, uh, so every year uh, we also see some people come back making more and more films. So uh, with these repeat creators, do you think you'd be making another one on the next 
next GIF. I don't know if there's going to be one next year yet or if it's two years or whatever, but do you think you have another one in the books for the next GIF? Jeff, I do. And I've got, I've started the storyboard for it. Um, I have my uh, actors in it too. This, and it's different to the one this year. It'll be funny again. Don't worry, people. It's going to be humorous again. I don't know if we can take laugh. another serious um, film. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it will be filmed in the US. It won't be filmed in Australia. We filmed in the US, but it won't be filmed in New Jersey. There you go. That's the only thing I'm giving away. Um, I'm not giving away anything else. And my uh, my actors are quite well known geocaches amongst you know, the worldwide. So yeah, that's pretty cool. But yeah, I've got it all organized. And there's no go. guarantee you'll be chosen. But hopefully you will, <laughs> so that we can all see it. <laughs> no, no, no. But either way, even if you're not chosen, this is this is the best thing about it because of our YouTube channels. If you're not chosen, boom, we just chuck it on our YouTube channel yeah. anyway, and it's no, it doesn't go to waste. It doesn't go to exactly. waste. Yeah. Nothing goes to waste. And and that's the thing. It's the reward of creating and then sharing it with yeah. everybody else. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Rich. Yes, um, I have a, another horror story planned out, and I've actually got connections with a person who lives at a location that was used for a movie um, out here. You know, another movie location. So went to so so basically, it's like once I got the once I get the okay, so I still need to kind of verify with the person if it's going to be okay to go out there and film at this location. Then we'll go ahead and maybe start up uh, at least yeah, start it up here pretty soon. So one uh, so yes, there will be a future gift. <laughs> is is it, and, is, uh, is it going to be the Blair Rich for- project? The Blair Rich project. No. Oh, there we go. That, no, that'd be cool. No, it, no, it's like, and I'm also thinking, because I have an idea for another one, which I want to do, but it would have to require like 3D modeling and lots of special effects. Ooh. And I've been learning Blender. And I'm just like, how intense do I want to make this? You know, I'm going to pay you for you know, that. Um, <laughs> So I, so I got something for like another, another one, but I'm like, I would really seriously have to learn the 3d animation for it there. Or even I could just maybe 2d animate the thing because clip studio, the program that I use to make the comic book, it can do animation. You could go back to using something like shockwave flash. Oh my God. <laughs> it's what strong arm. Or strong bad. Yeah. <laughs> Strong bad, yeah, yeah. Poor Dave and I, poor Dave and I, just looking at each other, going, "I don't know what they're talking about." There will be links in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, and and even I was thinking of like an animated series, but it's like I'm not going to animate the thing, but then I could just do like storyboarded. God, what is the term? Animax, animatics. where you have like the storyboard, but you but you have like things like actually oh. kind of moving in it. It's like it's what they do now in motion for oh. movies when they present the movie. They'll, they'll show the storyboard of like people talking. If there's like action, yeah. they will animate yeah, yeah. things moving across to like okay, this is the part where the guy drives mm-hmm. down the freeway and turns off and goes over the bridge. You know, they'll have these like goofy little animated things and i was thinking of you, something you tend to see like that, that in like then... outtakes and stuff they'll show outtakes from the film and then scenes that weren't completed they'll show the storyboard image maybe animated for the mm-hmm. amount of time that it would have been in there yeah yeah it's like this is what this scene could have been but i'm afraid if i do stuff like that it would make it look more cheesy than what i 
want it to be because the thing what? I have an idea for would be like a serious story. Oh gosh, why don't you go full? Back. Why don't you go full animation then, like Rich? Because I don't think there's ever been a full animation GIF video. Well, see, one. that's another thing I was thinking, but mm. swear to God, that would it, it would be working on my own. Yeah. to do something like that and i i <laughs> i wouldn't be able to do i don't know it's i'm looking at my own limitations or not limitations it's like how much i'd mm. work on it till i just got sick of it mm. and then you know like animating like a it's, four minute thing it's up to four minutes you know? too rich it doesn't yeah, have to be four minutes was, i think there was one that was like a minute ten yeah. two, two, two and <laughs> a half yeah. you know it's just just over a minute yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That, that yeah. one, that one with the drone, yeah, the, the FPV uh, drone, or the, or the uh, yeah. easy TFTC. Yeah. That was super short. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what about you, Dave? What do you, have you got one? You've got one in your head, haven't you? Surely. He's thinking. He's scratching his head. Um, uh, yes, I've had an idea for another one. Uh, it's not probably won't. It's not funny, um, but I think it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. I think it could uh, uh, go in as a finalist. Um, and I've already shot uh, several people, one, let me see, one, two, three, four, five people so far have done their segments. Nice, nice. So it'll be, a, a, this will be one that will take take me almost a whole year mm. to, to produce uh, for the elements that I need to do to put it together. Uh I find I find Jeff as well. I, I like how this year, for instance, as well. In my mind, my personal mind, they weren't all funny. Some showed you beautiful shots. Yes. Some some were dark and and like mine, or whatever. But then others were quite humorous and really did resonate. You know, yeah. there was a good yeah. variance. You know, and and that's what I I enjoy mm -hmm. about the whole the the film uh, festival as it is, and that is it shows different styles, different yeah. countries, even as well. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. everything is different, and that's what I love. So yeah. it doesn't have to be funny. It doesn't have to be an FTF race. Speak you know, like yeah. that's been done. Let's keep let's keep going. And yeah, yeah, and um, as as you said, Craig, if what I create doesn't get picked as a as a finalist, mm -hmm. that's okay because yeah. I'll just use it on my YouTube exactly channel. Exactly right. You, you don't have to worry about it for a week. Then you got a week <laughs> off. You see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, we've been on, we've been chatting for almost an hour now, but uh, just a couple more quick little questions again. So, apart from your own film, do you have any favorites this year, and why? I do, and I'll be honest with you, I think it's a standout <laughs> favorite that everyone has, and it's not created by anyone in this room now, right here. However, I am proud to say that I did have a hand in my favorite. Um, it is obviously from Australia, the one from Australia as well, GeoCare. Now, when I say I had a hand in it, I didn't know. I didn't know in regards to the storyline. I didn't know any of that sort of stuff at all. Nothing of that. But she came to me in regards to filmmaking, um, and so she's. Believe it or not, that film, Jeff. That film. This again. This is for tips out there for people who who want to put in a gift but don't. Oh, I don't have the camera. You don't need one. She used mm -hmm. an Android phone, Jeff. An Android phone. She then mm -hmm. edited it on a computer that is a free editing software on a computer. Yep. That's all she did. She got her friends in the geocaching well, community to get together and do it. That's mm -hmm. it. And look how it turned out. You know what I mean? Could yeah. could the filming be better? Of course it can. Every video out there can be better. But did did it did it get the point across? Yes, it did. And me personally, I loved it because you know why? It resonates with the age <laughs> of our geocaching. <laughs> you know, we, let's yeah. be honest. The four of us here, the four of us here, we're forties, and we're the younger group, the younger generation of geocachers out there. We're in our forties, yep. let's just say. <laughs> 50s. <laughs> 
Well, you look like in your 40s, Dave. You look like you're 40. Why, mate. thank you. Thanks for joking. 40 well, thank for you. the same time. <laughs> I'm getting, up, I'm getting up there, but yeah, I think I think Geo can. I'm not, I'm not needing. I was gonna say, I think, I'm not needing the walker yet. <laughs> but yeah, I think Geo can did a did a great job, and uh, and yeah, my 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 vote went to them. Yeah, the the yeah. editing in that one, the timing, mm-hmm. the visual, mm-hmm. the, the visuals were perfect. Yeah. I thought it couldn't be any better. I thought it was edited well. Um, the sound was good, except the um, when we saw we saw it at Jeff's. Uh, uh, thing I'm not sure if it was because the subtitle was on, but the very yeah. last little yes. kick line, the, yes. the punchline. Oh, she knows. In yeah, some could, didn't come across. And she well. knows that too because I reached out to her and said that to her as well. I said, "Look, the only I said I loved it, but the only thing was some people didn't get yeah. that end punchline because." And she's like, "I know what you're going to say," and I couldn't edit it anymore, like what it is and blah blah blah. And so yeah, yeah, she was so unhappy with that part of it as well. Like like all our videos, we there's always something we don't like about our videos. Yeah. But yeah, to her, she's like, I know, I know, I know. But, you know, it's one of those things. But yeah, she wasn't happy with the, that last part either. This last gift that I went to, uh, it was in a, in a school and it was very packed with people. It was a lot of people. But uh, the sound, you could. So I just said, oh, by the way, this is what happened. This is the line. You couldn't hear it. This is what they said. And then everybody <laughs> That's laughed. Right. That's right. <laughs> well, and, and I was glad uh, that we had the closed captions on ours as well because um, there's, there were a couple of films that were in foreign language that didn't have the translation or any kind of caption. Mm. And uh, that I went to two events, and I'm glad I had the subtitles on for mine because that happened to be yeah. now we can understand what they're saying. But in the other one, it's, yeah, like without the subtitles, everybody mm. English-speaking had yeah. no idea what was going on, what was being said. So, Yeah, the, the, job, the job interview. Yeah, Rich, how about you? Yeah, um, it was... Four that I liked. It's like everybody else other uh, than who's here. But the one I, but the, yeah, but yeah, I, I liked Hidden Tracks, the one at the very beginning, because it was something different and new, and the mm. the acting was great. That was one with like the, the Boy Scouts, the, yeah, what they yeah. were going out and have to replace the cash. I thought that one was awesome. I also liked the GeoCare one. So that would be like one of my maybe top two. Um, because it's like when they were at that location, I was like, did they actually film that at an old folks home? They did. Holy I'll be crap. honest with you. They did. And they changed, they had the outfits for it. They had the, they even changed the sign yeah, to begin with. So yeah, that's all at the, at the location. Because they made the, the jackets and the shirts and it's yeah. like, okay, they spent a lot of money just yeah. to get a $30 premium cash in <laughs> account for that uh, for the next year. <laughs> but, uh, but so I was impressed with, the sets, the uh, the, the costumes and stuff mm-hmm. that they did to make it the geocare facility. Round of applause, yeah. Tom, I loved it. Uh, Don E.T. from Comica um, mm-hmm. out in Spain. I liked his idea of the alien caching because I thought when the, when that, the person was on the bench. That got a lot of laughs in ours as well. And then <laughs> the, the alien was like, oh, yeah. Laugh. And, and then what happens next? I was like, "Holy crap! This is the first <laughs> gift where they actually killed somebody." <laughs> and, and then, and then they bring them back. And it's like, okay, because I, I was really surprised by that scene, but that was really good. But I really liked Tilia's travel, mm-hmm. the story of the trackable boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they yeah. they did an awesome job, mm-hmm. I thought, with the effects, the mm-hmm. green screening. You know, yeah, you're not looking at like 
major motion prediction motion uh geez you got to cut this out i have to think of my words here jeff production <laughs> uh major yes you, you're not looking at a major motion video yeah. movie production um but it was still awesome the way like you see he sets the thing down and then he's talking to it oh he's just talking to it oh it's like it's like pinocchio it's like a little boy and they're they're, they're interacting and they're talking back and forth the effects of that were awesome. I voted for that one as my favorite one. With that one, Jeff, as well, you were talking before about uh, props and stuff as well. I do believe, because well, I, I look back again, because I've watched him a couple of times, I do believe that he actually had a full-size human trackable what? tag yes, on him when he walked around with it. Like, <laughs> that wasn't yeah, edited in, that was I, him. Because I, 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 I saw that and I was watching it today and I was just like, yeah. that's like life size to <laughs> the guy. You know, that's like a couple, yeah. that's like three the feet long and a couple yeah. feet wide. And it's just, yeah. so I was like looking at that, like, what did they use for the chain? I can't see. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, they did a real good job with the effects and just the, the story to it, like the story of a trackable, like what it went through, you know, like if, only our trackables can tell that type of a story. Like that's what it would probably be and, like. And you know, really, that that theme isn't too unique. I mean, there there have been some films in past years that have told the story of a travel bug, but this one was kind of unique in the way that mm. it was done, which was pretty cool. And yeah, there's awesome yeah. cinematography. And I was gonna say cinematography, Rich as well, got me for that one. Um, yeah, the different shots and different angles. You know what I mean? That that yeah, that that hooked and me was the cinematography side. Didn't of it. you see like the boy talking? Didn't you see the guy in the background? He's talking. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't yeah, yeah. like jump cut, like old no. man talking, uh, the trackable talking. Mm -hmm. They they combined them together to mm -hmm. where you could see both. Yeah, it's a full and... focus. They did a good full focus point for that one. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome mm -hmm. job with that one. Um, he, uh, Rich almost has the same list as I do. Um, the hidden tracks um, reminded me of uh, the director Wes Anderson. If anybody knows uh, Wes Wes Anderson, um, just the look and the style that reminded me of that. I thought it was very clean. It was a very uh, simple story. It was it was just very nicely filmed and and put together. Um, the one. The last one with the uh, the little little boy, the the wooden trackable. I thought it was very well. The effects were just amazing. I was just like, wow, that is really cool. Um, you know, falling into the forest and then the, you're right, carrying that uh, full size trackable <laughs> on his back with the the ball chain even around his. It was just so cool. Very nicely done. I really enjoyed it. Um, I also I, I loved uh, GeoCare was probably one of my my favorite. If I had to pick one, I really thought that was it was funny. Um, it's um, timely because a lot of geocachers are getting up and into that age where they they can't uh, geocache anymore. And I've already known uh, in just my my ten years or eleven years of being in the hobby now, um, several geocachers who have uh, retired and passed away. So they're they're getting to that point where they're going to be in the homes, um, and and you know we're going to be there as well. Mm -hmm. And what's going to happen to us? <laughs> so that was really I think it I think it's a, it's very I think it's also yeah. a good one because it it's a good idea. <laughs> I mean, in general, it's just a good idea. It's it's mm. believable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you get a, a, a an old age home yeah. for retired yep. geocachers. <laughs> And every day they just put a cache somewhere else and yeah yeah and nobody yeah. nobody has nobody has done that yet 
that's a, that's a fresh idea. And, and I will say this as well. Yeah. If you see their table, you see those little uh, green mint tins, right? So in Australia, those green yes. mint tins are like the pill bottles in America. <laughs> yeah. Like they're everywhere, but people hate them. Like it's just, yeah, we hate I them. I was wondering what the deal with that was. Yeah, they're eclipsed Because I, I noticed yeah. that again today and I thought he was like playing dominoes or yeah, are those no. a pack of cards that, no. that they're playing cards or eclipsed something? She goes by tins. and like, knocks them over like dominoes. So and that I makes think sense. that's, we have those in Canada as well. That, that uh, kind of uh, some gum I think comes in that, but it's like a secrets uh, container or yeah, so like Altoids, the, is it what they use? Yeah, the, 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 yeah, the Altoids open up yeah. the, the whole yeah. side. It's not side is the top end. No, it's just the top. It's a clip top yeah. end. And also the, the actual top itself mm -hmm. has yeah. a lip, a metal lip around it. So it clips in and clips out. So it actually clips. And so when you put like a plastic bag with yep. a, a, a log book in there, as soon as the first person puts that out, it rips the bag every single time. Yeah. And there's a soaking log, yeah. you know, wet log in there in every <laughs> single one. So, yeah. yeah. And, and again, though, that's one of those things where it's that was Australian slash New Zealand would understand yeah. that Australians would look at that and go, oh, oh, oh the mint tins. Whereas Americans yeah. and even the rest of Europe, they wouldn't understand it because they don't understand the mint tin sort of you know phenomenon yeah. that is in australia at the moment. i i yeah. knew i knew yeah. exactly what it was version where they flip yeah. out those scenes and replace them with those orange pill bottles with the push the childproof caps <laughs> those <Yeah. are> everywhere <laughs> <laughs> the other film that i liked was the frog um mm -hmm. but I, I was amazed that uh, uh, uh brian roth was in it that that is just was just blew me away i was like holy crap um but that one needed some more editing and it's a little bit different uh some filming and they just had a little bit not quite as polished yeah there was and, a couple uh, of shots that were there. off like where he's like looking at the thing going like oh it's my trackable but the camera was like so close it's like it could have been yeah. a little bit further back pan out as he's mm -hmm. holding it there it's yeah. you you're and i gotta back. give a little shout out there because so, brian yeah. was in it but so was gia rasser Gia Cashes. Gia, Gia Cashes. She was yeah. in it. She was in it too. She was in it too. <laughs> I wonder how the planning of that came about. Like, how did he do that? Like, oh, I want to have this idea that this is all going to happen. And then he has Brian and Gia that, out there. Hey, can well, I film for this for, with well, you guys? Brian and, Brian and Gia were there for a mega event in Paris last, I think it was last mm -hmm. year. And so he's filmed that side of it. You know what I mean? When they were there in Paris with him. And, uh, and yeah, so he, I was yeah. just like wondering like how like the thought process behind it, like if he had this idea or, oh, oh yeah, Brian's yeah. going to be Must out here for a, for a mega event. Yeah. I wonder if I yeah. can get his permission to film him in these scenes, then I can film this other stuff. It's just, yeah. I, I'm kind of interested in the process of that movie there yeah. you get to hear from that because yeah i think it must have been uh pre-planning the, the whole story but then leaving the scenes out because technically he could could have got anybody to play those two people you could put just put anybody in there so yeah yeah maybe yeah. he filmed that mm -hmm. with his best cash and buddy and to get him into the film was amazing <laughs> every yeah, film has a little bit of a twist yeah, yeah. is that the first brian's film a gift I, film <laughs> i think that's the, the one first, first one he's been in, yeah no, the first first film, the first gift film Brian's actually been in. I wonder. I wonder. There I think go. that's the yeah. first one I've seen where it had actual geocaching people uh, in it from uh, yeah. from GCF lackey point of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've seen a lackey in before, but not. Uh, I not think they Brian. probably want to try to take a hands-off approach because it, it it might be seen as like favoritism. Like, oh, we got to yes. move for the one that the lackeys were in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> these yeah. movies have yeah. lackeys in it. What's up with that? So that, that's what I was kind of surprised that it even made it in there. Like, oh, uh, it's Brian's video. Uh, what do we do? Uh, 
we gotta pass it. Time to go. <laughs> but I do like the the construction of the film was nice that it did the rewind until you actually found out what the goal was. Like that was a nice that yes. was a good yeah. hook for the final of, the, of that. That's right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So uh, you know we've already we've covered so much already. A whole lot of tips for other creators, but um, just as a final word, do you guys guys have anything? else that you want to say to anybody who wants to make gif gif films um other vloggers or non-vloggers just one one final word to say yay or nay <laughs> well i've got a final two words for me jeff and that is do it just do it don't don't hold back just do it just get out there just do it is it i didn't say just do it i said do it i'll, I'll censor two it words, not the three yeah yeah so not nike but but yeah yeah yeah, yeah just honestly mm. honestly though honestly jeff everyone and and dave he's he's you know one of the perfect examples and i'm probably one as well i went to my first gif video filming back in 2015 and i looked at these gif films and went i could do that and it's the same as dave and so you just do it. And so yep. those people out there who who don't know, oh, I can't do this and I can't film this and I can't, I'm not a vlogger, I'm, I don't do videos. Mm. You don't have to do videos, people. Just just get an idea in your head, get together with some friends and just do it. That's my that's my uh, my take. Rich. Uh, my comments are, uh, it's a, a, a Nike commercial. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm thinking. So and <laughs> yeah, Craig please. said it. Yeah. There's, there's two, so, two um, just do it. Yeah, so like my first one was at 2019, um, and I never heard of a GIF until like 2019. As, as I got more involved in my videos and stuff, somebody asked, "Hey, are you going to do a Geocache International Film Festival film this year?" Or, or I'm like, like "What's that? <laughs> oh, you've never heard of that? Yeah, you shoot videos. You should be. You should know all about this." So. <laughs> they they sent me a link and I saw like the prior year's videos or whatever and and I just went with that. Um, you know, you can do it. Just you know, if if you're if you have a hard time visualizing thing or things or uh, shooting shots or what looks interesting, take a look at your favorite movies or TV shows. Something more than a sitcom because those are just silly views. But even then, that could work. Uh, take a look at how they tell a story with their angles and shots um mentioned above like the the beats when somebody tells a joke do, do you instantly go off to something else do you give it breathing time to ramp up to some other uh part of the story you know get your influence from your favorite movies and tv shows and again <laughs> nike commercial do it just do it <laughs> okay short and sweet i got three words three words <laughs> Go for it. Yep. Yep. There you go. And that's not trademark. That's not trademark, Dave. Well done. Uh, Jeff, I want to just jump in and say one more thing. And that is, this is part of the geocaching community. And we're a mm. hobby um, of great, great people. If you're having struggling out there with anything or any, any idea, turn to your favorite video person who you know, whoever that might be. And I can guarantee, I can guarantee that person will help you out. So yeah, with yep. whatever you need. Sure. So yeah, reach out to your favorite video person that you trust, and you go. You know what? I follow this person on YouTube or whatever else. And uh, if I'm struggling with something, like the like Chuck and Chunk did in Australia, and again, as I said, it didn't ruin it for me because I had no clue about mm. what, her storyline. 
it was all technical side of things. She needed a hand with technical. And uh, so, yeah, do that. Reach out to any of your video friends because we are all and friends. You just made me think of something. Like, it's kind of like yeah. those um, uh, baking shows. There's some competitive baking shows, and you watch them bake, and they're helping each other. Mm. You know, they're, they're trying to win, but they're helping each yeah. other. Like, oh, can you help me uh, for, like, do whatever kind of shaping or coloring or something like that? And they come and help because helping hands. Mm hmm. Oh, and, and they'll help back. Yeah, and, and so same exactly. sort of thing. Yeah, I think anybody who yeah. uh, is, is legitimately a, a, a great creator and knows how to help and do things right will be glad to help. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, it's all for everybody's betterment, everybody's entertainment yeah. and, and fun and everything. So, yeah, go, exactly. go, go for it. Exactly. <laughs> Engage. <laughs> you want to use. Make, it, Make so. it so. Get outside. There's another one, Dave. Yeah. Get outside. See? <laughs> Get over it. All right. Well, it has been awesome. A super pleasure. Thank you guys for, uh, for coming on to chat about all of this. Lots of excellent insight, um, you know, from behind the scenes for people who have actually created. And I think there's bound to be people out there who want to create some videos as well. And so any, any words are helpful words. So thank you guys for coming on. It was entertaining. Loved your films and uh, all the others as well. They were, I mean, they're all, Oh, now I remember what I was going to say. <laughs> People aren't looking for professionalism in these films, right? They're coming here to watch the films no, and be entertained. No. And you could have the best equipment, mm -hmm. you could have the yes. best experience, and you could make a film that nobody likes. Mm -hmm. And you, you see that yeah. on YouTube. You got videos that are just home videos yep. created, they're rough and bouncy, and the audio is awful, but it goes viral and everybody loves it because the content is just clicks with them. So, I mean, yeah, if you want to make a mm -hmm. film, just That's make right. it, just do it. And it's either going to work or not, but at least you'll have the fun of it and then who knows how many people will still enjoy it so just do it just do it <laughs> yeah, he's on the just it just side flows too, so. it just flows <laughs> so oh, once wow. again thanks thanks jeff thank you much thanks for having us on thank thank you for having us and it was a fun being with these guys cash on <laughs> that's all for this show stay tuned for another regular episode coming shortly and if you have any adventures you'd like to share on the show i'd love to hear from you any comments, funny stories, milestones, accomplishments, rants, or adventures to share? Please email tgif at cashtheline.net or phone one in by calling to leave a message at www.cashtheline.net slash POI. Check the show notes for links and references mentioned in this episode linked in the description. And thanks for listening. Please remember to give the show a thumbs up or a positive review. If you'd like to join the band of excellent adventurers who help support Cash the Line, please find us on Patreon or by visiting cashtheline.net slash Patreon. Support for as little as a cup of coffee per month or with a discount by the year and get bonus swag and access to exclusive content. See you again soon with more exploration into the wide world of excellent geocaching adventures. Please subscribe, follow, share with your friends, and comment where you're able. And, as always, happy caching and excellent adventuring.